Welcome to the Tape Ministry of the Embassy of the Word of God, where God is releasing men and women into exploits through the preaching of the Word of Faith. Be transformed and impacted as you listen to God's Word. Hallelujah. Let's, let's bow down our heads for a prayer. Father, we thank you. This morning, we bless you. Blessed Holy Ghost, take control. Take control of my faculties. Let somebody be blessed, affected by your word. This morning, in the name of Jesus, amen. This morning, we're looking at understanding, spiritual understanding. Luke chapter number eight, spiritual understanding. Luke chapter number 8. Last Wednesday, we talked about the interpretation of the truth that brings about understanding. So, your understanding is based on your ability to interpret truth. Your ability to what? Interpret truth. What is truth? Jesus said... The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, they are life. Truth is what brings life. Truth is the revelation of the word of God that brings life and light. Amen. Anything short of that is not truth. So what you hear, how you hear it is very important to how much of truth you will get. And today we will zero in on how to produce 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold from the word. Amen? From the word. Luke chapter number 8 from the verse number 1. And it came to pass after that, afterward, that he went throughout every city and village preaching And showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. Those were the twelve apostles or the twelve disciples. Verse 2 please. We're reading all the way down to 8. And certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene. Out of whom went Seven devils. Next verse. And Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others which ministered unto him of their substance, or they gave their things to him to bless him. And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he speak by a parable. And I think Wednesday we explained the parables are dark scenes. He spoke by a parable, and this is a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed. Parables are dark sayings, which means that they need to be interpreted and explained. So you can't take parables literally. Parables are made up of facts. They are made up of truths. They are also made up of the story. So your ability to understand the story, the facts, and the truth behind the story is very important to explaining 
a parable. And a sower went out to sow his seed. As his, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock. And as, as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And other fell on good ground. Somebody say good ground. So we're looking at the good ground today. That's our emphasis. But I will, we wouldn't be able to understand the whole, the backdrop of the whole um, verse if we don't have the scripture, if we don't understand uh, the preceding verses. And others, others fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit an hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. You will find out that this parable were in all the three synoptic gospels, okay? Or all the gospels that, um, that talked about Jesus, his, but their emphasis were different. For example, Luke, Luke's emphasis is different. Luke was speaking to his friend, Theophilus, but he was actually addressing the Greeks, and for him to address the Greeks, he spoke or he wrote to his friend Theophilus. So in Luke chapter 1, from the verse number 1, you find out him setting out his writing. Okay, Luke 1 from verse 1. Um, let's look at that quickly. It says, for as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely or most certainly believed, among us, even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses, talking about those that saw Jesus in his daily activities, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word. It seemed good to me also. So we've heard the account of those that were eyewitnesses. It's for me as well, it also seems good for me Having had a perfect understanding. Having had what? A perfect understanding. So your, the perfected understanding is what makes you to lay out scriptures. It's not just joining scriptures from left to right. You must have a perfected understanding. It says, having had a perfect understanding of all things... From the very first, to write unto thee in order, or in a particular what? Order. Most excellent Theophilus. So Theophilus was a very honorable man who was his friend. So he was writing to Theophilus. So this sets out what actually happened at um, the crucifixion of Jesus. The, at the crucifixion of Jesus, the inscription that was written at the top of his, to set out his charge, were in three languages. Anybody remember the three languages? They were in three languages. Latin, to the Romans. Then what? Hebrew. And then what? 
to the Jews, and then what? Greek to the Grecians. <laughs> or to the Greeks. Amen. Now, it is the same way and the same approach that these writers of these synoptics Gospels looked at it. Luke was writing to the Greeks, but addressed to a person called what? Theophilus. Of the things that were prophesied concerning the Christ that were going to be fulfilled. Amen. Now, if you look at Matthew's account, Matthew, from Matthew chapter 1. Let's, let's look at that. Just one or two verses. I want to show you something. Matthew chapter 1 says, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Why is he tracing genealogy? He's tracing genealogy because he's addressing a group of people that need a level of conviction that needs to understand who the Christ was. But from a Jewish perspective. So his analysis was historical. He started from what? Abraham begat Isaac. Isaac begat Jacob. And Jacob begat Judas. And Judas, his brethren. Now, if you were reading Matthew, you get so bored because the names are so many. You're like, what, what is this man up to? But this man took time to didactly, okay, or systematically trace the genealogy of Jesus to be able to convince the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. Luke was trying to convince the Greeks. So he wrote to one man so that he will explain to the man that the man can carry it to them. Then you look at Mark. Mark writes to the Romans. So if you look at the way Mark puts it, let's, let's go to Mark, Mark 1. In the beginning, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. So he was writing to the Romans, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now, if you look at the way Luke, Mark puts his gospel, it was addressing the Romans. And that is why at his death, three languages were used to communicate why what was happening was happening on the cross. Hallelujah. Now, I said all this to say this. Mark had something to say about this parable we just read. Matthew has something to say about the parable we just read. And also, Luke had something to say about the parable we just read. We read the account of Luke. Luke, talking about the good ground, said, a hundredfold. He just left it there. Like that. Then we see Matthew's account. In Matthew chapter 13, please. Let's go to Matthew chapter 13. Um, I think from the verse number, um, is it 8 now? That's okay. Um, no, let's start from verse 1. It, it will make better sense. The same day went Jesus out of, the, out of the house and sat by the seaside. And great multitudes were gathered together unto him so that he went into a ship and sat. And the whole multitude stood on the shore. 
And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprang up because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no roots, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit. Some an hundredfold, some sixty fold and some 30 fold he did not just drop it like that hundredfold like Luke and there is a reason because of the people they were addressing the reason was because of the people they were addressing and their style of communication Mark also gives us an account of the parable of the sower and he tells us, I think it's in, I think Mark, is it Mark 4 now? He tells us about um, the whole, I, I think Mark 4, Mark 11, one of them. He tells us the whole, yeah, Mark 4. And uh, start from up, upwards. <laughs> and he began again to teach by the seaside. And there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea. And the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables. Number one, I want us to take note of this parable. The parable was to communicate some truth. So he taught through parables. Dark sayings. And he taught them many things, many things by parables. And said unto them in his doctrine, in his teaching. Hakin, behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. Now, I'm going to show you a picture of where you are in life and why you are where you are <laughs> as a Christian. Some fell on stony ground where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up. Not much earth, so it doesn't need to go too deep. So it grew quick, 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 quick. And then became big. Then after a while, because there's no more death, so nothing to hold it. When the winds come, they blow it away. Sprang up because it had no death of earth. Verse 6. But when the sun was up, it was scorched. It grew too quickly. You know this microwave generation? We want everything quick, 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 quick. It must happen fast, 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 fast. Fast cars, fast everything. Fast wives, fast husbands, fast everything, fast food. Fast, what? Fast babies. Fast everything, everything fast, 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 fast. That's why McDonald's is in business. If you go on Fridays, it's, it's in business because everything is fast. We don't need to cook on Friday. 
And we'll betize you if you have a young child. By Friday, I don't know what McDonald's did to them. Whether they put a jinx on them. But before you know it, McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. Two of them will be there, McDonald's and KFC. Nobody's going to, the, the, the line in KFC is so lit. McDonald's, the line is, is overflowing. And you wonder what at all happened. But the owner of McDonald's knows what they are doing. <laughs> Fast food. And after they eat it, you wonder how all of a sudden one day your son wakes up and his middle side is bloated. He's walking like he can't walk. He's obese. And you're wondering what happened to him. He's a fast food. But when the sun was up, it was scorched. And because it had no roots, it withered away. This is why some people do so well, so quickly. And within no time, they fade away. Big mega company. No structures. Before you know it, one day, they go for auditing and everything and the company advantage. How many of us heard of Piram? That's a, a pyramid scheme that ever existed. You keep going up, up. I mean, up the ladder as you introduce people. The people at the top were enjoying money. Then in no time, by the time eyes were open on them, the whole thing came down. And then the people that collected the money at the top, they vanished. Quick scheme. Anything that is too good to be true is definitely too good to be true. Anything apart from the gospel that is too good to be true, that is too quick, you need to put your eye inside. Check it well. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. We are looking at fruit. Fruit bearing is the ability to produce something that will be edible, something that will impact, something that will affect men and women, something that will affect your immediate environment. That's fruit. And other fell on good ground. And did yield fruit that sprang up and increased. It sprang up and what? Increased. Not just sprang up like the one that sprang up quickly. It sprang up. It didn't stay sprang up. It increased and brought forth. It became fruitful. And says some 30 fold. Some 60 fold. And some 100 Verse 9. And he said unto them, He that has ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 10. And when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve acts of him, the parable. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. So there was a group that were supposed to know, have an understanding and knowing. And there were some group that were exclu excluded. Now, so the group that came to him, he says that for you, you are to know. 
the group that <laughs> will be outside of the 12, he said they don't know. So I communicate to them in dark sayings, which means that they will need an understanding to be able to bear fruit or to come into your class. And he said unto them, unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. You know knowledge itself needs a lot of exertion. Knowledge is not something that just dropped on you. You still need to put facts together to have. It means that they have the ability to know. It doesn't mean that they, it's, 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 it's on them. They have the ability to know. But for the others, there is something that will stop them from knowing. They have the ability to know. But for others, there is something that will stop them from even knowing, even if they tried. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables, in dark sayings. Go on, please. That seeing they may see and not perceive. I'll explain this in a moment. And hearing they may hear. So it is not enough to hear. It is not enough to see. You can see and it is just window shopping. You can't buy anything. You can hear and it is just news. And it will not profit you. And not understand. Now take note of the missing link. Seeing they may see. And hearing they may hear. And not understand. Least at any time. They should be converted. And their sins be forgiven them. So that tells us that this is talking about the gospel. Paul is talking about the preaching. I beg your pardon. Um, Mark is talking about the preaching of the kingdom. The gospel. For salvation. But you see, for a man to be saved, the scripture tells us in Ephesians 2.8, you are saved by grace through faith. So when they hear the word of God and they have understanding, the first thing that comes to them is called faith to be saved. Paul tells us, by this faith, we hear the word and we are saved and by this faith, we stand. So your productivity is not just being saved, but standing in faith. So this word is not only applicable to your first salvation, but your ability to stand in the faith until your life produces 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. That their sins be converted unto them. But go on 13, please. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will you know all parables? And in fact, he was actually referring to the parable that, um, what do we call it? That Isaiah said and prophesied about. In Isaiah chapter 6, the verse number 9 and 10. Let's look at it. He says, and he said, go and tell these people, hear ye indeed, but understand not. And see ye indeed, but perceive not. I checked out the Hebrew word for the word hear ye and see ye. And it's interesting. It's very interesting. I want you to go and check this out. Because if I if I 
go into that one, it will eat my time. So go and look that one out. Hearing and seeing. Now, he says, make the heart of these people fat and make their ears heavy and shut their eyes. So there is something that will prevent them from seeing. Their eyes are shut. At least they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and convert and be healed. So this is exactly what Mark was just quoting. But there is something deeper than this. Perception here is that conviction that takes hold of the heart. That you are illuminated in the heart and you begin to see from your spirit. And it's an attitude. It's an attitudinal problem. Seeing is an attitudinal problem. Hearing is an attitudinal problem. So Jesus said, take heed what you hear and take heed how you hear attitude take it what you hear because what you hear can make you or make you you can hear a message that is not of faith and is motivational it will not build anything in you that will produce the results it wants now mark um, 4 14 tells us what he went to sow. the sower soweth the word Luke as well tells us in Luke 8, 18, that the seed is the word. It says, take heed therefore how ye hear, for whosoever has, to him shall be given, and whosoever shall not have, from him shall be taken, even that which he seemeth to have. He seemeth to have. But I'm looking for the seed is the word. I think it's Luke 8, uh, uh, is it 10 now? Or let me see. Let me check my note. Let me be very sure. I don't give you the wrong. Look 8 11. Look 8 11. The seed is the word. Now the parable is this the seed is the word of God. So this parable is not about agriculture. So you can use it to take offering. This scripture. It's about salvation. I've talk, told you about that already. This scripture is spiritual than physical. So you can't use it for physical things to teach agriculture and plants and how plants behave. No, no. You are ingesting, you are injecting something else into the scripture. He tells us what this is. He says, the seed is the word of God. Simple. Then he goes on to say in the verse number 12, those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts. So the word can be planted through preaching, through reading. Seeing is reading. Preaching is for what? Hearing. It says, those by the wayside are they that hear the hear, then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts. Why? Because the word has not gained rule. Least they should believe 
and be saved. Next one, please. They on the rock are they which when they hear, receive the word with joy. They are excited. Pastor can preach. Apostle Chai. Apostle can preach. Even when I'm sleeping, I hear it. Even when I come to church and I'm sleeping, I still hear it far. He can preach. He can preach me out of my sleep. They on the it's a message. They on the rock are they which when they hear receive the word with joy, and this have no root, which for a while believe. They have no root, so for a while they believe. Which for a while believe, and in time of temptation they fall away. The word in your life will be tried. The scripture tells us that the word was tried and tested. And that which fell among tongues are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life. Care of how to pay your bills. Care of how to take care of your children. Care of the trouble your husband is giving you. Care of the trouble your wife is giving you. Care of uh, what? Care, care of just it. Care of everything. Go forth and are choked with cares. So, what chokes the word is the cares, the troubles. And the riches and pleasures of this life. You know the pleasures of this life? Putin. (laughs) What did they say Putin is doing today? So Putin bombed Ukraine. So for five hours, he's sitting there. He was switching from channel to channel. Putin, CNN, BBC, Al Jazeera, come back to BBC, come back to... My father-in-law came. You know he is a politician. So he came. From morning to evening, when he, he wakes up, he grabs the, 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 the remote. Uh, he goes to House of Commons. What is happening there? He goes to the other, all those political stations. He goes to find out what are they saying. What's the prime minister saying? What is that saying? What, that, that's her, his interest. So he, he's looking at politics. Then he moves. Then and he moves. Then he moves channel to channel. So when he comes and is before the TV, just leave the remote. You know that. From, from morning to evening, he will not be bored. Because there is something that is holding his interest. Others too, it is Manchester United. Others too, is the blue jersey. The blue. The blue. When the blue is playing, they can watch. They are excited. They are awake. Give them a message to listen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He, because he heard the pastor preach and, and, and scream, hallelujah, at one point they woke up. Even in church. That's not even listening at home. In church. You are half asleep. Now the scripture tells us that the seed is the word. The ground in which the seed is planted is your heart. Where understanding 
and perception will take place for change. Now, you spent 60 or 70% of that time sleeping through what must be planted. The problem, take note, is not the seed. Throughout all the parables we saw, the problem was not the seed. Because Genesis tells us every seed produces after its kind. So the seed is not the problem. The problem is the ground. The ground is either a wayside. The ground is either thorny. The ground is either what? Rocky. So what will make the ground become a good ground? Take out the weed. If you have weed in a good ground and you plant a good seed, no matter how good that seed is, the weed will take out all the nutrients from that ground until there is nothing that that seed will be able to derive from the ground to produce fruit. That's why we weed out weeds. Where it is rocky, we take out the rock and the stones. That's not even my message. My message is the good ground. But on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart. Having heard the word. So take note, the first point of producing is hearing the word. Keep it. You, you came to church a superhero. You are hearing the word. But nothing is written down. Because you know, you know everything. In fact, you know what is even the head of your pastor. You see your life. The good ground. You see, many believers have the wrong attitude to the word of God. And that is why your life is where it is. I was telling the leaders yesterday that you see sometimes people say, oh, I'm standing in faith. They said, this believer is standing in faith. He's standing in faith. He's standing in faith. And he died in faith. You were not standing in faith, my friend. You are either standing in faith or whatever you were doing was out of faith. Stop deceiving yourself. It's called presumption. You know why? The scripture says, Jesus said this. He said that with God, nothing is impossible. With God, nothing is impossible. First John 5, 4 says, they that are born of the whatsoever is born of God 
overcometh the world, the systems of the world. Now, we've taught a few series already about how we live above the systems of this world. The systems of this world educate you in a particular way. I can listen to a man for five minutes. I tell the reason why you are where you are. Because every second, chai, life is hard. Hey, it is, it is, it is hard. It's, tough. it's a tough world. That's why your life is tough. Things, you know, you have to struggle. You are wondering why you are struggling. Oh, things are not the way they seem. You know, hmm. that's why you see some people, they take life easy. Who told you? Who told you that people think life is easy? Life is not easy for everybody. But there is something you must do when it comes to the word of God. Your attitude to the word of God is what determines where you will be per time in destiny and life. That's why two people can be in the same class. One will come out with a first class. The other will come out with a second class lower. Or if there's any second class lower. <laughs> lower. You know why? Third class lower. Third class. Or deeper. <laughs> you know why? Your understanding... It says, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the systems of this world. Even our faith. So it's either your faith is the faith of the Bible which has victory or it, does, it is not faith. Whatever you are standing in was presumption. Because some people will ask you questions like, oh, pastor, why is it that, you know, that believer was a very strong believer. Who told you? What's, what's their attitude to the word of God? When it's time for the word of God, that's when you know when to, that's the time to feed your baby. That's the time. You have to feed a baby. That is the time. You, 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 you have to feed the baby. That's the time you have to move from left to right, front to back. That's the time you have to go to the toilet. And back. You've gone three times and back. When it is time for the word, you have no regard and respect for the word of God. You are listening to the word of God. You are cooking. You are doing this. You are doing that. You are doing that. Nothing will drop. I'm telling you. If you want to get something out of the word of God, it is painstaking. You take time with the word. And you take notes. You digest the notes. The notes become your personal cogitation. Your personal experience. Your personal understanding. You can't understand something just watching it casual. You engage with the thing if you want to understand. So the scripture tells us in that look. That with patience. We want it quick. Meanwhile, the word of God, you must stay with it with patience, with endurance. At that time, I was speaking to somebody and the person was talking. Hey, every second, hey, you know, life is not easy. Hey, life is hard. I say, I, say, I know your problem. You know your problem? We need to re-educate you. We need to re-educate you. 
because the scripture says, Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You said, no, no, that's not in my heart. I'm just speaking casual. No, there's nothing like casual speaking in the realm of the spirit. In the realm of the spirit, the Bible says, say not before the angel. I've made a mistake. So it's a conscious programming of your mind, your spirit, so that what you see enters your heart. That what enters your heart becomes the, your, your first response to all the attacks of the enemy. You think no attack will come? Attacks will come. Jesus was tempted in Matthew 4. The Bible says, after they said, this is the son of God, hear ye him. The next moment, Satan came. In Matthew, I beg your pardon, Matthew 3, 17. Hear ye him. In Matthew 4, from verse 1, the Satan came and said, are you truly the son of God? If you are the son of God, turn these stones into bread. The Bible says, the tempter came to tempt him. Everybody will be tempted. And Satan will come. The Bible says that when he comes, he will come at your evil day. You keep taking the word of God anyhow. Take it casual. Just deal with it anyhow. When your trouble comes, we will know. You get to know a man's ability and stature in the spirit based on what is happening inside. Not what is happening outside. People are where they are today because of their programming. I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying to you. There is no way you can submit and subject yourself to the word of God and your life will be, your life will be anyhow. I'm, I'm not lying. No. Either you are reading the wrong word or there is something wrong because the word of God in itself has the capacity and the ability to produce after its kind. So the problem is not, not the seed. Is the ground. So he says, them that receive the seed into a good ground, what is the parameter for measuring attitude? Jesus said, take heed how you hear. Take heed what you hear. Be selective. Take heed how you hear. So that brother was standing, you know, was standing in faith, praying. The wife was praying. There was a woman that said, you know, I pray for my husband. We're standing in faith and my husband still died of cancer. Have you, have you stood against headache before? Now the thing I've upgraded to cancer. You have not even entered 30 fold. Thirty-four. You have not entered. You are talking about sixty-four. You don't even go there. You are still either a wayside ground, or you are some stony ground, some thorny ground. You've not entered into the good ground to even start the journey. The journey starts from a good ground, and the good ground is the right attitude. There is nothing important, most important in this service than what we are doing right now. The word of God. Anything else comes from the word. Praise and worship comes from the word. That's why if you sing the wrong song, it will affect your faith. 
That's why we ban some songs from here. Yeah. We ban them. People say, why can't we sing them? They are old, nice, old songs. No, it's not the lyrics. What faith is it communicating? There is something that makes me come into your presence. My helper, oh my helper, oh my helper, my helper, oh my helper. Oh, there is something that makes me come into your presence, my helper. Let the thing that is helping you come, continue helping you. Something. Something. Now you see your life. That's why your life is something. Your life is something. Life is spiritual. People. Life is what? Spiritual. So you can't deal with life casually and express, expect casual results. Let your attitude about the word of God change from today. Don't come to church without even a pen, nothing, nothing to write. When you are on the phone, you are not taking notes. You are on, you are on WhatsApp. You are on, uh, what's the name? Snapchat. Your face. One day when I see pause on your face, we see how that face will correct. <laughs> then you take a selfie. We are in church, you know. Praise and worship is going on. See how Sister Amelia is dancing and singing. Uh, keep going on. All your emphasis is on the superficial, the outside. No, life is more than the outside. Oh, the pastor dresses so nice. That's why I like going to that church. You know, they, the way they dress nice. No, it's not the niceness of the dressing. It's the niceness of the inside. You want to know why your life is producing what it is producing? Exactly what I'm telling you. Your attitude to the word of God is bad. So bad, even God looks at you and says, hey, when? Even when the demons come to look at you, they look at you, they say, ah, this one even, even if we attack this one, it's, it's, It's like Russia attaching, attacking Sudan. Or Russia attacking... Nigeria may try. I saw, I, saw, I saw one missile. I saw one missile that was pointed. And they were giving, they were giving instruction to Putin. They said, Putin, if you don't stop your nonsense, we will attack. One Asian missile like that. <laughs> and you see Putin's things, they are coming, they are on trucks as they are coming. Broom, broom, broom. I'm like, what? That thing is spitting fire. <laughs> Nigeria, so they are not coming to wind that thing. Okay, let's throw one. Kaboom. The way it's even sounding while it's loud, it tells you that the thing is, has no power. Anyway, let's get back to the word. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to wake some of you up. <laughs> you are too serious. <laughs> and he said unto them, take heed. In other words, pay attention to what you hear. 
with what measure so what measure are you hearing Kenneth Hagen said Kenneth Copeland said when he set out to know God one of the things he did will take was to take Kenneth Copeland's Kenneth no Kenneth Copeland said when he wanted set out he took Kenneth Hagen's tapes and would stay in their garage 18 hours hearing the message play over hear it play over hear it play over you the moment we quote Ephesians 2 8 oh I've heard it before you think you have heard it before you heard nothing my friend Hearing is not enough. It's understanding. The scripture says that they that hear the word, when they don't understand it, then Satan cometh to steal the word from your heart. So your primary assignment is to have understanding of the word. Not just hearing. Nice sermon title. Um, 30 fold, 60 fold, 100 fold. I've not even touched it understanding understanding that Luke tells us that when they hear the word please can we go there let me end there my time is up but that on the good ground are they you need to examine your life today and find out whether you are in good ground. Are they which in an honest, in other words, examine yourself honestly, honestly. If your Bible, you only bring it on Sunday to church, you know it. You are not even on a good ground. If your Bible, you only read it when others are reading it. You are not on a good ground. If your Bible, you only put it under your pillow. Think, thinking Satan will run away because the Bible is under your pillow. Wait one of these days. you get some dirty slap. you get the shock of your life. You think the Satan, demons fear, fear books. Book. If you like, bring oil. Let me pray over it. Put it under your pillow. Satan will still come and slap you and that oil out of your out of that place. And you will see. So, apostles' prayer was not powerful. It's not the prayer that's powerful. It's understanding. When Satan comes, Jesus understood what he would do. Many believers, what they should receive and respond to are quoting the scriptures. You don't have understanding. You're battling with a sickness. It is not time to quote scripture. No. If you're quoting scripture, it is too late. <laughs> you need to respond to the word. To respond means it is has already been said by his stripes you were healed so you are not standing waiting for healing you have been healed symptoms or no symptoms notwithstanding 
So you respond to that word. How do you respond? You live like the healed. Don't be say by the, by his stripes I'm healed. Yes, you're okay. Hey, everybody around knows that you are really, really dealing with something that is really, really, really messing you up. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. So most of the things we call faith is not faith. So stop deceiving yourself. Take heed what you hear. Take heed how your attitude is what qualifies you for good ground. Then it says, with an honest and good heart, good ground, good ground, good ground. Having heard the word, keep it. Keeping it does not mean, oh, I remember it. <laughs> Pastor said this. No, 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 no. No. To keep it means you hold on to it. That's where the scripture talks about lambano. You seize it and make it yours. It has become a personal experience. Not what I'm quoting. Pastor said he cannot be sick. So you two are going, I cannot be sick. The devil will slap you. My friend, the thing is not in your heart. You are saying, I cannot be sick. Which, which you cannot be sick? When he brought little malaria, you are there shaking. Shaking. Hey, I cannot be sick. The Bible says, by stripes, I'm healed. No, 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 no. It's too late. It's too late. And bring forth fruit with patience. It's not a quick work. Brings of fruit with patience. Can God heal instantly? Yes. But to prove that you are growing, some of your things have to come in faces. 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 Because life is in faces and sizes. To know your capacity whether you are 30-fold, is whether the word is working and producing fruit. If there is no fruit of what you desire, whether sickness, money, whatever, it's a proof. That you are that 30, and I'll talk about 30-fold, what it means another day. 60-fold, when you are there, what it means. Hundredfold, that place, you have come to a place of full epignosis. It's no more faith. It's a knowing. It's a knowing. I want to say this and I close. The other day, I, was, I think I was driving from, I was driving from London. So I was chatting with a friend, another pastor friend. So then all of a sudden, I just felt in me that money came to me. So I said, ah, money's coming. So I, I said it. I, I, I said it to him. And he said, amen. And I said, amen. But I know he didn't understand what I meant. I, you get to that point where as you are thinking it, it's happening. It's not even saying as you are thinking it. Because it has come to a knowing
And two days later, not too long, somebody brought some few thousands. He said, that's my gift for you. I won't mention it because some of you could be jealous. Rise to your feet, let's close. Some of you. So, see, these things don't happen to pastors. They happen to believers. I'm teaching you this. When it says the seed is the word, the word is not for pastors. The way it works is you must give it time. Let the word work in your life. Let the word produce in your life. You are young. You don't have time for the word. You have time for other things apart from the word. You are wasting your life. And wasting precious time. We got born again quite quietly. And that quite early meant time to give ourselves to the word. That's what this word of faith came into vogue. Every magazine, we couldn't even get magazines from America on Kenneth Higgins. So every little one we get, it's, it's like Bible. <laughs> we are devouring it, eating it. I'm not where I am by mistake. It's by design. Don't think that I entered here by luck. It's not luck. It's by design. I chose it. And I chose this path. I chose this path. I remember one time when after I finished this form then, I went to start a church with my friend. I don't know if I've said that story before. My father, they called me. They were the lambaster. They said, how can you, a whole lawyer's son, look at you. He called me with some uncles. They blambasted. You want to be a pastor? Look at you. You become a pastor when you are old. When you are, you are about to retire. When there is no more juice in you to give to anybody. That's when you become a pastor. You, you want to be a pastor? You are, look at the shame. Now, out of that anger, I got so angry. I said, okay. In fact, I bought the university for myself. And decided I will go to university just to prove him wrong. That I was not going to ministry because I don't know what to do. One of my friends, uh, Dr. David, very intelligent guy, went to Presec. When I was in Accra Academy, he was in Presec. This is from then. Very intelligent guy. After this form, he didn't see the need to go to university. You went to his church. Uh, you saw. Yeah, it's grace. It's, it's not... It's not not all this paper. You, you can study and study. I'm not saying it's not, it's not good to study. In fact, when I finished my first degree, I went to do mathematics. When I finished it, I came to do a master's in actuarial science to just to prove the old man wrong. He said, if you make a second class upper or above, I will take you to any school anywhere in the world. I said, really? Okay. Guess what? When I went to that campus, yeah, I was not on campus Every time I'm preaching somewhere in one city or that. <laughs> there was one time I almost missed my mathematics one. I think it was a statistics 101 or something like that. I almost missed it. I was preaching, casting out devils. That afternoon, one madman dealt with me in one conference like that. <laughs> I was trying to cast it out. I'm not going. They went to bring this madman to this meeting. I'm like, hey. <laughs> By the time I got to campus, so late. From, from Tema, going to um, 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 Cape Coast then, for those of you that know something about Ghana. So late. 
I couldn't even read. I went to sleep. The following day, I went to write. I got 98%. The people that sat there that were reading, and reading, and reading. In fact, I met them. I went to the library to go and read. I couldn't even read anything. I said, my friend, let's forget this thing. We'll see what the Lord will do tomorrow. <laughs> when, I, when I finished, with all, don't, don't go and try this at home. Yeah, don't try this at home. <laughs> don't try this at home. By the time I finished, I brought my second class apart to him. I said, well, this one is out of just courtesy and respect for you. Just have it. And uh, deliver me to wherever. He said, okay, where do you want to go? So I chose Scotland, and I came. When I came, I thought I was coming to finish actuarial science and make money. God told me, I gave you leeway to prove a point. Time has started, has come. Pack that thing somewhere and go and preach. And I started. And I started from ground zero. That's why I'm telling you, it is not luck. It's a programming. Let's lift up our voice and pray. You want to tell God that God, wherever your level is, that's your class. You choose it. You can change that class. Yeah, I say you can change it. Your life is spiritual. And you can decide that your life will be spiritual from today. You can decide to put premium on spiritual things from today. From today. From today, from today, it is a teaching to help you. I'm not coming to lay hands on you. Come out, come out. No, 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 no. Deliver yourself today. Tell yourself, make up your mind that from today, I will not remain where I am. I must move to the next level in the name of Jesus. Father, I bless your children. I ask, oh God, that the word that brings forth fruit, as they make up their mind, You'll begin to experience fruit in Jesus' name, amen. We bless the communion as we partake of it. Life is ministered, grace is ministered in Jesus' name, amen. There is nothing they came into this atmosphere that they go back with in the name of Jesus. Every bondage you came with is broken. We release you into liberty. Go and fulfill your divine assignment in the mighty name of Jesus. Anything choking the word out of your life, out of your heart, out of your life, in the name of Jesus, we decree that that thing is broken. I say that thing is broken. I say that thing is broken. In the name of Jesus, if you came in sick, walk out healed. If you came in with any anything on your mind in the name of Jesus that thing is lifted the burden is lifted in the mighty name of Jesus receive victory on every side in the name of Jesus hallelujah nobody greater nobody greater than you if you're not sure that you're born again but you want Jesus to be resident as the Holy Spirit. They say, soon you will not see me. That's his death. But he says, soon you will see me because I go to the Father. The only way we can see him is through the Holy Spirit. If for any reason you want to receive Jesus into your heart, I want to pray for you quickly now, wherever you are, just pray this prayer with me. Declare with me, Father, let the Spirit of God come into me. Let me not be the same. I ask, oh God, that make me a new creation through the work of regeneration.
through the death the burial and the resurrection of jesus christ father i receive into my spirit a new spirit i am a new creation from today i refuse to be the son and the daughter of the devil i receive from today the spirit of sonship therefore i take dominion thank you for the gift of salvation thank you for the gift of salvation father i ask that the holy spirit will come into me strong in the name of jesus now pray this prayer me declare me in the name of jesus if you don't speak in tongues declare me in the name of jesus by the evidence of speaking in tongues i received the infilling of the holy ghost and with the outward manifestation to begin to speak in tongues now in the name of jesus holy spirit i receive the gift of speaking in the holy ghost now Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy 